Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You know what? I still sound like I'm half asleep. It's a good thing this is a podcast because <laughs> people can't see us. Yeah, it's not good. Someone is still having her back issues. It's Friday, very early Friday morning. She's up out of a sick bed to uh, get out the news. Yeah, yeah. I really, uh, I really don't want you guys to be misinformed. So that's right. You are dedicated. And uh, let's start off, as always, with the Disney Parks blog. All right. Uh, Disney Cruise Line and the Singapore Tourist Board are going to be bringing magical cruise vacations to Southeast Asia. That's right. The Disney Cruise Line and the Singapore Tourism Board announced recently that uh, Disney is going to be cruising out of Southeast Asia, specifically Singapore, uh, beginning in 2025. It is a five-year deal. And uh, Josh DeMauro uh, was out there this week, and that's where the new uh, seventh Disney ship, which is yet unnamed, is going to be going. Uh, that was uh, the ship that they purchased uh, that was half-built. I'm interested to see what that's going to look like. Yeah. Well, the uh, we have actually have another story about that when we get to the cruise line stuff that's not in the Parks blog. So let's head on over to the next story. The first West Coast Disney Vacation Club member lounge is going to be opening on April 19th at Disneyland. That's right. DVC Vacation Club members, get ready because you're going to be going to Disney Vacation Club Starview Station, a member lounge. Uh, And that is going to be in Disneyland's Tomorrowland section of the park. Um, Like other... DVC member lounges, it's going to include seating, complimentary Wi-Fi, device charging stations, and complimentary soft drinks. Nice. Um, so this is uh, this is new for them. They, they do have a – well, now they have two locations for DVCs uh, because they had the Grand Californian, and now they have just created a new tower, a DVC tower at the Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. So uh, as Cheryl said, beginning April 19th, you'll be able to hang out there. And that wraps up all the news out of the Disney Parks blog. So let's head on over to California where there's only one story. All right. Uh, Start a Wave, the song from World of Color 1, is going to be available to stream on all platforms starting today. That's right. Uh, As of March 31st, Start a Wave is the new original theme song for World of Color 1 at Disney's California Adventure. Uh, And that is comprised of 18 different compositions. Uh, It was written by Grammy-nominated artist Cody Fry, and uh, that is available beginning at 9 p.m. Pacific time. The song is four minutes and six seconds long, so check it out wherever you get your streaming music. That music news was the only stuff coming out of California, so let's head on over to Florida where there's some riveting updates. Yeah, yeah. Splash Mountain is being turned into Tiana's Bayou Adventure, uh, and the next step in that transformation is the repainting of the uh, track. That's right. Nothing more exciting than track painting. Yeah, no, I don't see how it has anything to do with uh, making it different, but I guess it does make it fresh. That is true. Beginning in late April, Fantasmic Showtimes are going to be um, reduced to just one per night at Hollywood Studios. That's right. There will be one show at 9 p.m. each evening beginning on Sunday, April 23rd. That will last through at least May 29th, which is as far as the current Walt Disney World calendar shows. Um, You know, as spring break winds down and the crowds lessen a little, it's what they usually do. So uh, I'm sure as the summertime comes and the crowds pick up, They'll go back to two performances. I agree. 
in Hollywood Studios at the Majestic Theater Shop. Some rock and roller coaster merchandise has been introduced. That's right. It is still themed as rock and roller coaster starring Aerosmith. And do you know why the merchandise is there? Why? Because not only did the ride building go down for a lengthy refurb in February of 2023, but they're also refurbing the gift shop. All right. So, uh, you know, you've got to be able to buy your merch somewhere. Right. Over on Twitter, Disney Cruise Line has shown a first look at the Mickey and Minnie costumes for the 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary, I'm sorry. That's right. Disney Cruise Line, celebrating their silver anniversary at sea, has debuted Captain Minnie and Captain Mickey's new costumes uh, for that time period. Mickey is in a glittery multi-tone jacket that transitions from aqua blue to seafoam green in four stages. Uh, His pants also make that transition more gradually, uh, and his cap has a uh, wave design across the front. Minnie has a very similar, not as glittery uh, costume, except her pants are white and don't make the color fade. Um, Mickey looks a little bit like Elton John in this picture. Yeah, he does. (laughs) We are seeing some new concept art for that uh, ship that's going to be coming to Singapore. Yeah, the uh, half-fabricated ship. Uh, they did make some changes in the concept art when they released the announcement for Singapore. Singapore, uh, Specifically, they uh, removed what was a third smokestack. You know, traditionally, all the Disney Cruise Lines have their two uh, red smokestacks. This new ship shows that smokestack. Uh, it also shows some, some small structural changes to the ship. Um, It's going to be very interesting to see what they do because this ship was originally built for 9,000 passengers, Uh uh, and they're going to be converting it to a ship for 6,000 passengers with 2,300 crew members. Um, It's also rumored that the original design of the ship uh, had a roller coaster on board, and there is no rumor, uh, there's no uh, word if Disney is going to uh, carry that into this design as well. Right, okay. Um, But because it's going to the Asian market, Uh, There's a very good chance that we might also see Disney's first uh, venture into the casino Mm -hmm. uh, world on board their ship. Yeah, I mean, if they're used to that, nobody's going to cruise on a ship that doesn't have it. Exactly. The Voyager Mini Keel Coin has been laid for the new Disney Treasure Cruise ship. That's right. We saw Minnie's new outfit uh, debuted earlier this week, uh, and that outfit was used as part of the coin design. Uh, So this is a milestone, as this typically signifies the beginning of construction for a ship, Mm -hmm. although they've actually been working on it. Uh, The keel laying um, is just uh, an important step of the process that is the uh, basically the backbone of the ship. So the uh, coin is placed under the keel for good fortune. All right, that's so, cool. So uh, we hope the construction continues to go well on the Disney treasure. And now Cheryl's favorite topic, entertainment news. Right, right. Uh, for the Disney Plus show Star Wars Young Jedi Adventure, um, they have uh, introduced some shorts and a poster. That's right. There are three introductory shorts that have been released uh, as well as their new poster. Uh, the funny thing is this story says it's getting ready for the series premiere on May 4th. Uh, But we had another story last week that said they were moving the release date to April 26th. Uh, So uh, just some disconnect there. Uh, The three shorts are available on the Disney Junior YouTube channel, uh, and they will be available on Disney Plus on April 26th. Uh, If you're not sure what this show is, it's set in the High Republic area, High Republic era, and it is the first uh, Star Wars show that is geared specifically towards younger fans. 
they're going to be following a group of younglings centuries before the Skywalker saga. All right. Sounds fantastic. And you know what they're going to be doing? What? Studying the ways of the Force, exploring the galaxy, and helping citizens and creatures in need as they learn the skills to become Jedi. Aw, sounds cute. Yeah. And that wraps up some Disney news, so let's head on over to Universal. Uh, in fantastic news, because we no longer have to talk about it, the VillainCon Minion Blast marquee has been completed. Oh, that is true. And you know those letters they were putting on the other day? Do you know what they spelled? Uh, no what? VillainCon. Ah, well, that makes sense. So now the sign, as Cheryl mentioned, is completed. Um, you know, they've been working on the building. It's the old Shrek building. They've also painted the exterior yellow and added an orange stripe around the building. Um, we mentioned the other day the Evil Stuff Shop. Uh, you, you know, that's going to be right across from the uh, Gru attraction where they have the Silly Stuff Shop. Oh, so wow. you'll be able to get Silly Stuff and Evil Stuff right across <laughs> from each other. Uh, and the other big news about this is the Minion Cafe, which is expected to be very similar to Universal Hollywood's version of Minions Cafe. Well, behind that, uh, they have completed the blue wall painting on the Transformers building so that it looks a little more aesthetically pleasing and not so harsh. Okay. There is a new colorful fruit sign at Islands of Adventure. That's right. At Marvel Superhero Island, their fruit stand has received a new uh, bright and not faded sign. Uh, this stand is a quick service location. And you know what it sells? Fruit. Fruit. Fruit items, uh, alcoholic beverages, fountain drinks, fruit cups, and fresh fruit. So, uh, yeah, that's the hard-hitting news we bring you. <laughs> so even though Mardi Gras at Universal lasts through April 16th, uh, Islands of Adventure and City Walk um, have taken down the booths. Yeah, uh, Mardi Gras, Universal's Mardi Gras International Flavors of Carnival, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, lasts through uh, April 16th. This is the first year that they put food booths in Universal's Islands of Adventure and City Walk, uh, and for some reason they have been removed already. It's very odd. Um, yeah, it is very odd. Uh, there were two booths in uh, Islands of Adventure, and there was uh, multiple booths over at City Walk, and you would not even know they were there now. Mm. Uh, but the rest of the booths at Universal Studios are still open and available for the next two and a half weeks. Okay. So there's a bunch of news on Epic Universe. That's right. They have filed uh, trademark filings for three new hotel names, uh, Universal Helios Grand Hotel, Universal Stella Nova Resort, and Universal Terralina Resort. Uh, this is uh, a change with their resort names because normally they say universals with right. a possessive S right. on them. Uh, they have dropped the possessive S. Um, they have also filed some other uh, trademark names for attractions like Curse of the Werewolf, Hiccups Wing Gliders, and more. Uh, as of now, the only land that has been confirmed for the park in Epic Universe is Super Nintendo World, um, but they are expecting... Uh, a Harry Potter world, which is going to be uh, inspired by uh, Place Cachet, which is the Parisian version of Diagon Alley, which is in uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, mm -hmm. okay. uh, which I have not yet seen. Um, so even though it's going to be a Persian ver a Parisian version of um, Diagon Alley, the attraction is expected to bring you to the United Kingdom's Ministry of Magic. Okay. Um, there's also going to be a How to Train Your Dragon Land, uh, where they're going to have a roller coaster and a stage show. All right. Sounds fun. Yeah. 
That wraps up today's show, and I'd like to thank my co-host for getting up off of a sickbed to uh, talk with us. I'm fine. That's right, and uh, she'll be better on our show Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.